world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. And we're live, everybody. Sorry for that slight delay. We're just chit-chatting, chit-chatting, chit-chatting behind the scenes. But welcome, everybody, to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia, and I'm here with my partner in truth, Andrea. Andrea, good morning. How you doing? Thanks for joining me. Of course. I'm happy to be here. We were just talking about fishing. Yeah. And all the fun things it's you know, now that summer's over and whatnot, it's um not really fishing season in Montana anymore. I mean you could probably still go out and catch a little bit of stuff, but it definitely is colder and um summer's over, so Boo. Yeah, well we're it's clamming season here, so we're gonna go clamming in a mm. week and fill up the freezer and get ready for that chowder. I love clam chowder and especially fresh clam chowder. It's the one thing I miss about living um, on the Pacific Ocean or near the Pacific Ocean is being able to do all those fun things. We used to have crab pots and do all that kind of stuff. And when we moved, I mean, obviously we don't have crabs in Montana. So and if you do, you probably should go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You know, even though the West Coast here has just shitty city after shitty city after shitty city it, it is a beautiful country and land and uh there's still plenty of opportunities if you look past the bum taking a crap on the sidewalk in san francisco and antifa taking over half the city in seattle you know it's a beautiful beautiful place exactly everybody's saying it's getting close to ice fishing season in montana <laughs> yeah you know surprisingly Oh, um, yeah. you would think so, right? Um, yeah, but no, our we our our rivers and our creeks and stuff do ice up. Yeah, but um, ice fishing here is a very short season because it gets it doesn't really get 
cold, cold, like in the negatives. Yeah. Until like January or February. And then it's only like that for about a month. Otherwise, it's kind of too iffy. Like people do it, but you don't really see it. It's more of a Minnesota thing. The people um, that do it. I think I was talking to people on the red pill, people that have done it, and they're like, yeah, it's not great. You build your, what do they call the shack? You build that shack on the ice. Yeah. So and they're like, it's miserable and cold, and you're stuck up in this little shed. Yeah. I've actually went ice fishing. I thought it was a lot of fun, quite okay. honestly. See, it seems, maybe it's just in my head. I think it would be fun. <laughs> It, you know, people put heaters in those things, and they could stay toasty warm. And I'm like, yeah, the first time I ever your did buds, that. You're smoking cigars yeah. and drinking beers, and you get all your <laughs> chill, chill in a chair with the whole with the fishing lines all in. Whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. And then the ice cracks, and it oh, moves. Shit. That's the scary part is when it goes, dum, 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 and you're just like, you go racing out of the ice hut. Oh, no. Yeah. And for me, yeah, I'm sitting there, and I'm like waiting to die. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die now. And then all of a sudden you hear plop and your friend looks at you and they're like, you forgot to take your fishing pole out of the hole, didn't you? And I was like, whoops. <laughs> but this is a once in a lifetime thing. I caught that damn pole back with the fish that I caught that pulled it into the hole. So nice. I don't know how I did that, but I did. I was like, caught your fishing pole back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. After I bought her a new one because I felt really bad for being an idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my default setting, but that's how you learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience and um, one that I, I'm glad I got to do. Um, it is cold, though. I mean, yeah, the, oh, type, yeah. The, the temperatures required to freeze lakes and stuff, you know, thick enough <laughs> to stand on and put weight on are... Yeah, extreme. cold. Man. Yeah, they're extreme. They make you feel like your eyeballs are freezing. Oh, I don't like that. No. Mm -mm. Nope. No ice fishing for me, unless I travel. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't want to live in a place like that. You know, Josh plans on moving to Minnesota and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you come visit us. I don't want to. No. It's knows. actually really, it's pretty in Minnesota. Yeah, he knows um, what he's getting into. He does. He's a big boy. He can take care of himself. <laughs> it's not somewhere I would want to move to. That's for sure. I mean, where is a good place to move to nowadays? It seems like everything's compromised. Nowhere. Right? Hmm? Yeah. Nowhere. 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 Brazil, maybe. We got to just make the best of where we're at. It's the easiest option. So I guess we're going to have to save the world. Yes, indeed. Well, if you manage to figure out how to save the West Coast, you let me know. I may move back. <laughs> all right. I'll be here. So if not, uh, it's nice knowing all of you. Uh, <laughs> right. It's a good run. <laughs> but, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see things recover. I would, too. I have hope. Um, it's looking pretty scary, but. Um, yeah, until <laughs> then, I'll be here talking truth, talking about the news, fishing, doing things. Yeah, it's important to know how it's important to know what resources you have available in your area and how to utilize those resources, you know, especially with everything that we see in the news and everything like that. Um, and if you don't know much about your area, now is a good time to learn because and I'll tell you, I would never have guessed that growing a garden in Montana, it was as difficult as it is. Oh. 
Um, and probably for people that have lived here their whole life, they're like, what are you talking about? You're an idiot. You, of course you can grow things. Well, yeah, you can. You got to know a lot of stuff. When you come from a much different climate, because it is quite a bit different in Oregon. It's much milder. It's um, You've got different resources there. Our soil is much different. And the water is different. And all of those things you have to take into account. And so it's good to know how to do those things. It's better to fail when failure is an option than when failure is not an option. Right. So, huh. yeah. So that's what we've been doing is just learning about the environment that we live in and how to utilize the resources that we have. So, yeah, I was by one of the spots I like to stop and I noticed a bear, uh, a berry bush, mm-hmm. blackberry bush. And I'm like, that's a big blackberry bush. I was like, I'll remember that's right here. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. a couple miles from my house, but I'm like, okay, there's a blackberry bush right here. And there's also a dock to fish on. I'm like, all right, noted. Yeah, lunch while you're fishing. <laughs> yeah. See, isn't that funny? Blackberries do not grow here in Montana. They will not oh, survive. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, they grow like weeds in Oregon and Washington. You yeah. almost can't kill them over there. But yeah. here in Montana, they will not grow. Damn. I'm like, that's really dumb because they're one of my favorites. Oh, I love so them. Good. So good. Man. My whole face was purple in the summer when I was a kid. All summer long. Purple face. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, they're everywhere. It's pretty cool. You don't see that in California too much either. Yeah. That's where I grew up. <laughs> Maybe it's too hot down there for them. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Anyway, we can move on to the actual news now. <laughs> I think it's, I, li- I know, I enjoy it. Sometimes it's nice just to have a conversation and not just jump right into the, you know, finance and yeah. the depressing part about whatever that is. So It's good. Everyone have time, I hope, to brew up a nice, fresh coffee. pot of coffee. Get your mornings going. Hope everyone's doing good. Jenica donated a diamond. She said, are stream battles anything like a sword fight? Sure. I guess. Uh <laughs> depends on your perception <laughs> define sword fight um, thank you Jenica for the diamond I appreciate it um, and thank you to everybody who donates um, on during the live stream and every every other way you can support us and you do support us we appreciate that so much um, I'm looking at the chats here Metaphor, Yoda over there on uh, Metaphor and Yoda over there on Pilled good morning yes Good morning. Thank you for joining us. It looks like, uh, is, oh, Rumble's good. Rumble's good. Nobody in the chat over there on Rumble, but a lot of people watching. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. And Grandma Revolt. We've got Princess Lee. Good morning. Uh, She likes to listen while she takes the kids to the pool, and I appreciate (laughs) that. Uh, (laughs) And let's jump into it. Do it. <laughs> Everything start... is looking pretty depressing, so <laughs> we're gonna start with finance. Shit kinda is hitting the fan. Josh talked about it last night. We're gonna keep on keeping on. Bidenomics sends US national debt soaring past thirty one trillion dollars for the first time. That is yeah, our debt is just skyrocketing and this isn't good. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, mute me. We're just going to have a quick music break. You're good. No big deal. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
<laughs> it was supposed to be doom music, not cheery music. <laughs> Sorry, right. I was like, where is that coming from? <laughs> Took me a minute to figure it out. It's I hate so when funny. that, most everything on my computer is always muted. I don't know why the sound is up. I usually go, uh, well, it's yeah. Like, you probably have a hundred tabs open like Josh. We call Josh the tab champ now. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. We were on. And yes, I do. We were on the Zoom chat last night, and Josh is sharing his screen. He must have had like seventy-five tabs open. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's always. I. I don't know how he ever finds anything, and his computer doesn't crawl. There's a method to his madness too, because <laughs> because he just like knows where it is. He's like, boop. Oh yeah, here. It's like in a specific order. I don't know. There's a method to his madness, and he does it like that. I, it's Everybody wild. has a system that they use, <laughs> and um, he's definitely got his down pat. So it's good. I mean, yeah. I'm like I said, I'm surprised his computer runs as well as it does. But yeah, I know, right? The more, more stuff I have open, the slower my computer goes. Mine's been my computer's been really solid lately. Um, but I've been restarting it after I oh, use maybe it. That's a trick. I turn it off, and then it resets everything. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you keep it on too long, it just piles up all these running things and it starts slowing down. Uh, yeah, that's true. I should probably do that with my computer more often. I'm lazy, though. and just leave it on. I'm just paranoid. I don't want to fire or anything weird. That's true. That's probably a good point. Or to use the energy. Preparing mm -hmm. for when energy is more scarce tomorrow. True. Tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be tomorrow, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. Good morning, Cues 17 all right, let's look here. What else we got? Our debt is just through the roof. That That's a big deal. Um, do you want to take this next uh, story? This is... Um, is it the Fox Business one? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to let you take it. That's the one I had to close because it was playing oh, music. Okay. <laughs> so uh -huh. I'll take the one after that if you want. Okay. That works. All right. Oh, I forgot to... Uh, no, it makes you think. <laughs> Here we go, guys. So this is pretty huge, everybody. Americans should prepare for gas prices to keep rising. Analysts warn. OPEC threw a bucket of cold water on the idea of lower gas prices. A petroleum analyst told Fox Business. So what's going on here? American consumers should expect, expect gasoline prices to keep surging as a result of various domestic and global factors, according to energy analysts who spoke on with Fox Business. Major petroleum refinery snags and policies desyncitizing uh, more fossil fuel production or nationwide refinery capacity have contributed to the price uptick, the analyst said. In addition, the powerful Middle East oil cartel, the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, and Russia, are expected to announce a massive production cut of up to 1 to 2 million barrels per day on Wednesday, Reuters reported. OPEC. OPEC is going to cut production up to 1 to 2 million barrels per day. This is twice as much that Biden is sending out of the country from our strategic reserve. So does this article, I don't know if it says anything about this, but does it say how much we have left in our strategic reserves? I don't think so. As I, there was another article that I saw this morning that did, and... Take a guess as to how many days worth you think we have in our strategic oil reserves. I have no idea. 22 days. Oh, my God. That's it. We only have enough gas to get us through 
22 days. Whoa. And that's assuming that we stop shipping it all away. <laughs> and we're not, because Biden's America last joke. Here, I, I think for the first time in I don't even know how long since prior to the 70s, we're going to find our strategic oil reserves completely empty. Oh, my God. That's what I think. Yeah, that's the, probably the plan. Door cues said that gas literally went from five bucks to seven bucks overnight in California. I believe it. And it's going to keep going up, you guys. This yeah. is madness. Yeah, it increased a lot here, too. I um, definitely noticed that. Oof. This is crazy. You um, know what, though? Yeah. As far as timing goes, honestly, as much as I hate to say this, I'm yeah. glad it happened before the midterms. Because you know what? Mm. This whole month, these prices are going to continue to rise. Yeah. As our strategic oil reserves deplete... And as OPEC cuts back and we're able to get less yeah. and Americans are going to feel a pinch because what happens when you can't get gas in your car to go to work? I asked Tom, my, my answer that I was like, so I'm like, what are you going to do if you can't put gas in your car to go to work? And he goes, I won't be going to work. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah and I mean, it seems like a stupid question, right? But that's the reality of it. I mean, we don't live close enough that like biking or walking is an option. We're a 45 minute drive away. Yeah. And that's the case for a lot of us. Yeah. Huh. Wow. This is scary stuff, but you're right. The silver lining here is that it's happening when it is with the elections coming up and there's a lot that yeah. can happen, but I think it's definitely a good, it's a good thing in that regard. Yeah. Because guess what? There are a lot of Democrats that don't drive electric vehicles. I know, most of them, because they're poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, what's going to um, happen when you there's, can't... There's nothing wrong with being poor, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, there's, I'm poor and I'm not a Democrat, so... <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, they say this. What OPEC might do very much could dictate where, where we go by the end of the year. Patrick DeHaan, head of petroleum analyst at GasBuddy, told Fox Business in an interview. I had expected at least a good potential that the national average could fall under $3 a gallon, but I think OPEC just threw a bucket of cold water on that by signaling its intentions to be well ahead of any economic slowdown. Uh, pardon me. Global inventories for oil remain extremely tight, and it's very clear that OPEC is growing addicted to triple-digit oil. Yeah. And this affects more than just um, gasoline production, right? I mean, you've got oils and lubricants for a lot of different things that yeah. you need that petroleum for. And yeah. whether people want to believe it or not, those um, those green windmills that they're putting up everywhere to transition us to our green energy yeah. require massive amounts of lubricants to keep them going. Oh, yeah. And if you don't have yeah. oil for those things, guess what? They don't run. They don't run. They fall apart. And those things are mm -hmm. so disastrous. I saw a really sad video of a bird that got chopped in half. It was so sad. Oh, yeah. Well, not to mention the fact that they have no way of recycling that material. So it they just, literally take it to a landfill and just bulldoze dirt over the top of it. And, and it, it just, becomes a desert. Yeah. Because <sighs> nothing will grow there after that. And it's leaching toxic chemicals into our ground. And our groundwater. Yeah, it's such a scam. It is. It is 100% completely a scam. They're not green like people think. 
They kill massive amounts of wildlife. Same thing with solar energy and those solar panels and the materials that you have to be mined for those to build them. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's so far from green. It's actually the opposite of green. Absolutely. I, I like your point, too, about this affects everything. Oil is in everything. I'm looking around me right now. There's plastic. Plastics are made with this stuff. Yes, um, they are. You've got Most of your makeups and your beauty products have petroleum byproducts in them. Yeah, Without even, crude oil, you don't have those things. Everything that you have around you that's a product has been shipped using this stuff probably produced using it um at least in the processes maybe not the actual materials of the object but in the processing of it it's everything it's literally almost everything well look at our transportation industry how are we supposed to not have supply chain issues if trucks can't ship product i know man you're gonna start seeing truckers with two thousand three thousand dollar bills for filling up their damn truck i think not going to be pretty at all. Yeah. Um, and there, I've seen shortages. I mean, we're having shortages of oil right now in some parts of the U.S. Yeah. Just so it's crazy, man. All right. Um, so the markets, <clears throat> let's look real quick before we get into this next article, Andrea. I just want to pull up. Sure. Uh, oops. Let's uh, do this. Oh, my goodness. I just want to pull up Yahoo Finance real quick and look at the markets. Definitely. Uh, we've got... Uh, the markets have slumped today thus far. S&P 500 is down 1.3%. NASDAQ's down 1.8%. Crude oil bounced up 2% this morning. Gold is down 0.7%. Silver is down 3%. Holy crap. $20.44 still, though. And Bitcoin dipped below 10000 at $19,985. Interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, let's move on to this next article, Andrea. If you would take the yeah. lead, that would be fantastic. I can do that. The pound drops 2% against dollar after UK PM speech. The pound fell 2% against the dollar on Wednesday after British Prime Minister Liz Truss delivered a speech that failed to provide details about controversial budget proposals. The pound slid as low as $1.1241, a drop of 2.01%. The safe haven dollar was also boosted by a switch towards risk aversion by investors. I didn't get the opportunity myself to read the speech, um, yeah. but I saw a couple comments from people and they're saying this was. Something. They're basically saying that she's nothing more than a globalist puppet oh. right along with the rest of them. And they expect her to be kind of in and out like Boris Johnson was. I don't think anybody has any more trust in her. And I think a lot of it has to do with the parliament that's there. You know, she's kind of just a, um, a figurehead that's you know she's a I GDP don't think she has any real power. Yeah. I call them GDPs. Gosh darn puppets. Yep, she's a puppet. So I, I really don't think that people and she can't really answer too many questions. And I don't necessarily know that it's because she you know is an idiot as much as she just doesn't have the answers. One, she's really new to that position. She probably hasn't learned the ins and outs of it. 
And, um, you know, there's a lot that goes on in most governments that I don't think that nobody knows what's going to happen right now. And so she probably doesn't have the answers. People don't have the confidence in her because of the instability in the world today. I don't know whether she's a good person or, or not. My suspicion is they're all puppets. Yeah. So this isn't necessarily great. We don't want to see this this turmoil. Any type of turmoil and rapid fluctuations are not healthy. They're not good things to see in the global markets. Currency values or stock value values. Every action there's a reaction, so it yep. just creates well, turbulence and uh, in unpredictability. Unpredictability, yeah. Yeah. Well, the same thing is happening with the yuan too. The yuan is falling and they're talking about China's talking about selling off US dollars yeah. and rebuying the yuan to oh, yeah. increase its value and stuff. So, you know, that's how much is that going to have an effect on the value of the dollar? You know, I don't huge. It is. I mean, yeah. it really depends on how much they sell off, right? I think they and sold who, off as so much to that Japan now owns more bonds. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I've heard, you know, I read that. Um, Somebody needs to fact I mean, check that. But. You know, I think with these BRICS nations, you're going to start seeing more and more of that. And as those countries start selling off U.S. bonds, it is going to, because there's going to be, those bonds are going to be sold, but who's going to buy them, right? Who's going to want them? Exactly. Who can afford them? Yep. And so then they lose value. I'm not buying them. I'm not buying them. The, uh, Europe isn't going to be able to buy them. They already can't afford them. So it's kind of one of those where it's kind of what we're looking at is a snowball effect. As that snowball starts downhill, it just gathers momentum. And it's going to create a disaster one of these days. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's talk about the U.S. The beautiful... Right. U.S. Do, do, do. Well, let's see here. I'll share. The White House panics. Oops. The White House panics as gasoline prices rebound. Moles export ban and blasts OPEC plus <laughs> because of hostile acts. Um... Biden blasts short-sighted OPEC plus cut, blames U.S. energy firms for surging pump prices. Oh, that's smart. The Biden admin is absolutely furious with the Joint Ministerial Monitoring Committee, the JMMC, of the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, and allies, including Russia, for agreeing to slash oil production by 2 million barrels per day. CNN's chief congressional correspondent, Manu Raju, tweeted that President Biden responded to the OPEC Plus cut announcement by saying he's concerned and called it unnecessary. Um, Biden said, I need to see what the detail is. I am concerned it is unnecessary. Two million barrels per day. Oh, gosh. Biden's top national security and economic advisor expressed their disappointment in the OPEC Plus production cuts via a statement. The president is disappointed by a short-sighted decision by OPEC Plus to cut production, qu production qu quotas. While the global economy is dealing with the un with a continued negative impact of Putin's invasion of Ukraine. This is such a fake statement. 
Yeah. Still blaming Putin for all the problems. Yeah. At a time when maintaining a global supply of energy is of paramount importance, this decision will have the most negative impact on lower and middle income countries. Excuse me. I am like sneezing, burping. Oh. <laughs> You're human. Oh my gosh. You're not I'm allowed alive. to be. <laughs> but this is the this is the article that was saying that we've only got a twenty two day supply left in our strategic oil reserves. Yeah, so if shit hit the fan, we have a month before we're out. And that's just with probably supplying, like, the most critical infrastructure and things. Military and stuff. Yep. They're also looking at an export ban. Um, But they're saying that that it could backfire and result in even higher gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel prices. So while throwing energy markets in ter- into turmoil in Europe ahead of the winter, so I love how they blame they blame like the oil companies too. Like they have control over the supply and demand over in the world. Right. It's such a scam. Yeah, I'm I, it's... calling on I'm calling on the gasoline companies to lower their prices. It's like, dude, it just doesn't work that way. Sorry, mm-hmm. you fucked it up. You stopped the drilling. You reduced the supply. But if Russia does have anything to do with this, it's very strategic on their part, you know, um, looking at the state of the world and because without petroleum, yeah, you're not going to be able to manufacture more arms. No. Right? That's right. So, and our our supply of weapons is depleted to the point that um, it's it looks much like petroleum products do where it's going to take their they're still making the stuff but they um they actually haven't i read an article on this yesterday they haven't Mm -hmm. been uh given the contracts so places like lockheed martin they're still producing munitions yes but the federal government hasn't actually given them a contract or awarded them a contract with any numbers for what they want so they're still making the stuff but they're not it's not like they're increasing production. They're kind to, of just stocking up. Yeah, they're just they're keeping their employees busy because they know that it's going to be needed, but they're not running at like super high production levels. Yeah, and um, they're going to need petroleum products too to make that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these businesses are doing really shittily. A lot of people left mm-hmm. and because of the whole vaccine sham, yep. and haven't returned. Um, yeah, I wonder what, where the, that'll all go. Yeah, there's so many different faucets to this that it's hard to to lay it all out, you know. It's very complex. It is, because there's a lot of moving pieces in all of this stuff, and it's hard to understand how all those pieces necessarily fit together and affect the bottom line. Yeah, and it takes time, too. <clears throat> yeah. Things all every day are moving constantly, and when something in that chain breaks, it takes time to, to feel be the noticed. effects of it. Yeah, months even. Really interesting. All right, you want to carry on and look at sure what's happening in Florida here? Yep. So, quote, they need to be sent back to their home country. Governor DeSantis speaks out 
after three of the four arrested for looting in Ian Aftermath are illegal aliens. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has taken a very public stance against looters in the aftermath of the devastating hurricane damage Ian left in its path. Last week, the Gateway Pundit reported on the governor's warning to looters. We are a law and order state, and this is a law and order community. So do not think that you're going to take advantage of people who suffered misery. The governor warned those seeking to ransack people's homes that the state is heavily armed. I can tell you in the state of Florida, you never know what may be lurking behind somebody's home, DeSantis said. And I would not want to chance that if I were you, given that we're a Second Amendment state. I love him. Um so four Floridians have been arrested and charged with looting in the aftermath of the hurricane. Um, Omar Mayas Ortiz, 33, Valerie Celeste Salcido Mena, 26, Brandon Morcio Araya, 20, and Steve Eduardo Sanchez Araya, also 20, um, were arrested and charged with burglaries, burglary of an un- unoccupied structure during a state of emergency. Yikes. So um, and of yeah, course. three of those four were illegal. Illegal immigrants? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um, and then I saw a Democrat post a video of a looter in Florida and mm-hmm. it was targeted at DeSantis and it was like, DeSantis, you talk shit about all these woke Democrat cities that are going to shit, but look at your state. Oh, look at your state. It's like, yeah, you're sending illegals here by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. And, um, yeah, yeah, our sh- our state's going to be shitty, too. So this is what we're trying to fight against. You guys are just being very childish. It's very childish. It's so stupid, man. They're right. Like, oh, you well, have not to mention too. the fact that if it wasn't for war, if it wasn't for the fact that we just had flagrantly open borders. Yeah. There for wouldn't sure. be as many illegals in this country that are going to all these different, we'd still have that problem. Like you're, yeah. you know, putting up the wall was a great way of combating that. Um, but even then, I still think that you're going to have some of that. Of course. You're never going to get rid of it entirely. All you're going to do is dramatically reduce it. Um, but we've had, I read a, article this morning that said something along the lines of there were 5 million illegals in this country. So that's approximately what's been coming across our border since Biden took office. There's probably more. Yeah. I mean, 5 million. That's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it's probably a conservative, a conservative number. I would think there's more. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible, man. Yep. These people are sick. Uh, so good for DeSantis for, you know, telling these people, look, I'm not going to protect you. If you loot, I'm not going to hold these people responsible for what they do to you. <laughs> hey. Uh, next, we've got top Republican reveals the main reason Biden could be impeached. Dun, dun, dun. Which, is this good? I don't think this is good, because what happens if Biden's impeached? We get the first mentally retarded president. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or the second. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because, I mean, at this point, you know, the first, the three people, you know, or the two people in line after Biden are 
not good. Oh, you can't open it. So basically what it boils down to, and I'll just kind of hit the high points of this, is a lot of it has to do with the Hunter Biden stuff and him being um, an agent of a foreign government and things like that. His withdrawal from Afghanistan and um, the Tony Bobulinski stuff. That was, Mm. that's another one of them. Um, Tony Bobulinski. Yeah, I mean, there's, nowhere in here does it actually list like eight, like reasons bullet pointed. But I think a lot of it just has to do with his illegal dealings and all of it. I mean, everything that we know. Yeah. And, but it does say with the midterm elections just weeks away, analysts have said that the GOP has a good chance of retaking at least the House. Historically, the party of the president tends to lose seats in midterms, while Democrats have a five seat advantage over Republicans. Mm -hmm. At least eight impeachment articles against Biden have been introduced to Congress since the president took office, accusing him of high crimes and misdemeanors. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously nothing is going to happen until after the midterms. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Assume, I, well, as far as impeachment goes, they're definitely not going to yeah. impeach him well, or try to impeach him before midterms because they don't have the numbers time. to do it. So they don't think pointless. they have enough time either. Yeah. Um, so. I just, I really would hate to see Kamala become president. That would be a disaster. That would just be sickening. I hate seeing her as vice president already. Well, yeah. And then you've got after her is drunk Nancy Pelosi. So there's no win in this situation. If we're going to have a female president, if it's wasted on a crook, that's going to be a real shitty situation. And I'm personally not going to count it. If we get a real woman that wants to be president, like uh, Kaylee McKinney or someone awesome that is cool, I, I'm all about that. But I'm yeah, not going to count right. Nancy Pelosi or Kamala. If they become president, it doesn't count. It's just a sham. It's a scam. It's a crook. Um, it doesn't count. So they're not going to get that credit from me. Um, oh, I don't want to see that. I, I don't either. I don't know what the fix is, but it's definitely... I mean, at this point, you know, I don't know that there's any win. We just uh, got a vote. Yeah. We got a vote, man. Yeah. It's getting near that time. I'm really excited to see what happens over the next month. It's mad. It's madness. It is going to be madness. And I have a feeling that, you know, between now and Election Day, it's going to be a rough ride. Oh yeah. Have to see. We will have to see what happens. We will. We'll be here. I'll be here. I ain't going anywhere. Can't afford to go anywhere. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah. Ooh, supercut of Stacey Abrams doing exactly what she recently claimed to not have done. Say the 2018 Georgia uh, gubernatorial election was stolen and she won, not Brian Kemp. She's a damn liar. A GDL. Gosh darn liar. Let's put this up here. Got a video. We got GDPs and GDLs and all these gosh darn (laughs) different types of Democrats. I have never denied the outcome. And I do have one very affirmative statement to make. 
We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't, because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election, and I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters of Georgia. I spent the, the interim 10 days between the election and my non-concession day, as we call it. Uh, in fact, someone outside asked if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. It was not a free and fair election. I think the election was stolen from the people of Georgia. I believe it was stolen from the voters. I just said it can't happen again. Thousands of Georgians had their voices stolen because they were not able to cast ballots. And they cannot be guaranteed that their votes will be counted in 2020 if we don't do this right. I said that the election was stolen from the Georgia voters. If it looks like it's cheating, it probably is. If it looks like it's rigged, it probably is. The process that took place during the legislative cycle was one that did not countenance and did not pay attention to the deep and real concerns of those who watched this election be stolen in the state of Georgia. It was stolen from the voters of Georgia. We do not know what they would have done because not every eligible Georgian was permitted to participate fully in the election. <laughs> Boo. Oh, you suck. Uh, she's a GDW. A gosh darn whale. <laughs> I can't stand that woman. She's just like every other Democrat. I can't stand listening to them talk. And it's like they sit there. And it was obviously fraud. It was obviously it was election fraud. I was stolen from me. It was stolen from me. But then, you know, if anybody on the opposite side says that, oh, my God, you're an election denier. You should be thrown in jail. How dare you? I'm like, give me a break. I'm so sick of their double standards. I know, right? Election denier, election denier. It's like, you guys deny the actual legit elections when your scam is thwarted. It's like, you stole the election from the stolen election we were stealing. stealing. You didn't let me steal this election, so you stole it from me. You just stole my stolen election. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's it like, really you is. guys, there's fraud on both damn sides. Stop pretending like there's not. Get to the root of the actual problem and be real people, not shitty bot politicians playing one side of the freaking thing, man. I agree. This isn't this isn't a Republican versus Democrat. This is just good versus evil, period, plain and simple. Yeah. You know, because there are so many I would say that <laughs> I don't know. I used to say ninety percent, but I think yeah. it's more like ninety eight or ninety nine percent of politicians are crooked. Yeah, I think but it ends up being that sides. way when it's all said and done and they're in their seats, huh? Yeah, because you know, I saw an article that, this morning. It says, What's up with Jim Jordan? Why his hesitancy when it comes to big tech? That's a really good question. You haven't heard anything from Jim Jordan lately. Nothing. Not a word. I haven't seen his news, his name in the news hmm. until this morning. In the recent in the recent past. Interesting, huh? Nothing. You haven't you've heard very little about Ted Cruz ever since his, you know, stupid stupidity when it came to um caving on his votes. <laughs> Jenica's cracking me up. She says she thinks that Stacey Abram gets her hair done at Supercuts. And then she said, <laughs> what Stacey Abrams was saying, if it looks like election fraud, it probably is, or something like that. Jenica said, if it looks like a cow, it probably is. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. Somebody should tell her that COVID was never a problem and that social distancing was made up because her teeth haven't stopped social distancing. You know distancing. what? 
<laughs> right? Um, you don't. You know, you don't have to worry about social distancing with with her because there's more than enough of her to create that six feet of space just by itself. You can't get close enough to her face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a terrible person, but it's all right because I like who I am. <laughs> all right with being terrible. We have to make fun of these people because they deserve it and it's fun. Okay. Oh yeah, I am going to make fun of them every chance I can because I don't care. It's funny. Uh, South Korean missile malfunctions. We know you remember over the weekend, um, North Korea fired a missile over Japan. One of the responses was South Korea. They're like, we're really going to put our foot down. And so they um, launched a missile uh, during some military drills with the United States. And one of the missiles malfunctioned. I don't think it exploded, but it was just a, just a shit show. It's not good for a response to this. No, it's, it's like lobbing a baseball over the fence and expecting to get a home run. And you're like waiting. Oh my gosh, man. So, just a failed posturing. Sad. Uh, not good, though. The tensions are rising. Everyone's getting in position here. Yeah. It's pretty sketchy. Terrible. There's, But there is, there is a lot of war moves, war games happening, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, for sure. It's terrifying. Yep. Poor so this next one is is scary as well. Uh, Kiev offers White House targeting control for longer range oh. weapons. The Ukrainian government is prepared to give Joe Biden administration <clears throat> virtual control over its selection of Russian targets. Kiev made the proposal in a bid to receive longer range weapons from the White House, according to multiple sources speaking with CNN. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky will provide a full list of possible targets while allowing the White House to veto any of the potential sites. Kiev is hoping the increased transparency will pave the path to Biden authorizing more weapons transfers. Zelensky made the offer to Washington to alleviate concerns in the Biden administration that new weapons will be used to target Russian territory. However, Kiev, Washington, and Moscow currently have different views on what is Russian versus Ukrainian territory. And then it talks about the coup. But yeah, they want to give um, control over what targets are hit to the United States. How do you think Russia is going to view that? Russia is going to view this just like they should as it being a proxy war with yeah. us using Ukraine. But they already see it that way. And they do. This they, and this is just You're one right. more nail in that coffin. Yeah. Um, we need to get but out they of this all, damn war. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen, though, because Zelensky signed a law saying that there was to be absolutely no negotiations at all I with saw Russia. this. Yeah, they're putting negotiations out of the picture. Why negotiate peace? And did you see Elon Musk coming out saying, hey, why don't we, you guys don't like that uh, Russia annexed all this territory of Ukraine that yeah. is whatever up for debate. But it's actually official and ratified in Russia now that that is now a part of Russia. Okay, all these eastern and southern areas that were previously Ukraine and then prior to that they were Russia, whatever, historically. Um, so Elon Musk said, okay, well, if you guys think that Russia faked that and that 
that they didn't actually vote and that it's illegitimate, then why don't we do this? Have another vote under the UN and have the people vote again and it'll be closely watched and monitored and let the people decide what they want. And Ukraine came forward and they're like, absolutely not, you fascist. Oh my God. What the fuck's wrong You're with you? You're a Putin lover. Putin lover, Putin lover. You want peace? What are you? You know, and they've been calling him a Russian asset. And, yeah, I mean, they have just been just and hammering Putin, Elon Musk with that. Putin said, "I like." He's like, "It's a very positive thing that Elon Musk is coming out and looking for peaceful solutions." Meanwhile, like you just said, Ukraine doesn't want to have a peaceful solution. They want World War Three. What the hell? They don't want negotiations. Nope. What? They don't want peace. It's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. And their people are dying because of it. They don't give a shit. It's disgusting. There's a lot of great Ukrainian people. I have Ukrainian friends, and they have family over there, and they're wonderful people. And same thing with Russians. Russians are great. People all over the world are great. I don't care where you're from. And the fact that these governments, the cabal, these evil, evil people with their personal interests in mind just sacrifice people's lives willy-nilly with... With, and publicly, and people just, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll stand with Ukraine. <laughs> I have never, in at least in my recollection and my knowledge of history, I've never heard of countries being completely unwilling to even consider the option of peace talks. That's like some Nazi like, shit. That's what, that's what countries usually want. Like, usually when you go to war, um, and I'm certainly by no means a war expert, but there's usually something you want from it. Like there's a reason for it, whether it's security or resources or whatever it is. Um, So there's some sort of resolution to that, some sort of compromise where people should be able to come together and be like, okay, you know what? I'll do this. If you do that. And it it would be, it's kind of like siblings fighting, right? Sure. It is. And did we make this connection the other day? Was that me and you? I don't think it so. It is like siblings fighting. It really is. It 100% is. And what mother is going to be like, okay, we'll just hate each other. It's fine. No. Kill each other. No. Yeah. We'll see. We'll fight to the battle of the death. We'll see who survives. And that'll be my favorite child. I mean, who does that? None of this makes any sense. And. There's something um, that brings the question that Josh brings up. And what is it about Ukraine? There's something about there's this some, land. Yeah. There's something. There is something. Yeah. There's something way deeper than any of us are seeing, than any of us know. And I don't know that we'll ever have the answer. I hope we do. I hope it's all fixed and we know. But yeah. I, don't know. I, I pray, but, you know, look at this where we're at. Time, We've been. Yeah. Just, look at where. And Josh was right, you know, a long time ago. They're going to go scorched earth. Yeah. They, they aren't sooner. going to let peace happen. Whatever is going on, they aren't going to let that happen. And the catalyst to all of this is Ukraine. Yeah, but through proxy, the U.S. is involved heavily in all the corruption in Ukraine. Look at the, the yeah. Bidens. I mean, the Obamas. I mean, fuck. The Bidens, yeah. Yeah. Well, it is the Obamas. I mean, come yeah, on. Let's all be of them. real. It's Obama and Hillary and all of them together. They're Klaus. all... Yeah. It's the um, bugs. Even it's the, the Bushes, bugs. you know? Yeah. So oh, I just... Sick. Wow. So, um, 
It's not good, the weapon sharing and all this. Yeah, no. I, I don't know why. I can't stop burping and whatnot. You're fine. We'll, right. We all get gas from time to time. Let's take a quick break. and. and I, I live with boys, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have girls. I don't have. I don't live with girls. Well, yeah. So you're used to it, but I'm used. To, it's one of those things that it's. <laughs> I consider it a good day if I don't get farted on. That's a win in my house. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you guys, uh, the Red Pill Project is completely supported by listeners like you. Thank you, Jenica and Black Jester, for your donations. And um, anybody else who I'm missing here, we appreciate it. We don't have paid sponsors and these kinds of things. It is community driven by the Red Pill family. So thank you all for your contributions to the show. If you don't donate live or you don't want to, for whatever reason, there are other things you could do. Um, if you want to donate directly to the Red Pill Project to help us get our equipment, travel costs, and these kinds of things, you could donate directly at Social Red Pill. Uh, I'm sorry, RedPills.tv/go. It'll take you to our Give Send Go campaign, and you could send us a little donation there, and that's greatly appreciated. RedPills.tv/go, um, and everybody who's a part of the Social Red Pill, and everybody that tunes into these shows daily. We thank you so much for making us part of your daily routine and being a part of all this, sharing information and helping us get through our days. Um, I've made a lot of friends with all of you guys, and it's really a privilege and a beautiful, beautiful thing that we've done here at the Red Pill Project. Thanks to Joshua Reed. Um, so if you're not a part of the Social Red Pill, it's free to join, just like the show's free to watch. Join the Social Red Pill. A lot of us are over there. You can contact us directly, including Josh. We have daily meetings. Um, most nights there's a, at least 5 to 10 to 15, 20 people in this daily Zoom that we have going on. Usually in the evening it starts getting active, but anybody could go in there anytime and meet up with whoever they want. So you can arrange meetings in there, and it's open, and it's for us to use. So come over to the Social Red Pill. You can share things and enjoy the company of of a lot of various types of people we have we have a good range of characters there and it's really nice and very informative um as much as i learned during the shows with josh and everything i learn a lot of stuff during these conversations too there are so many different people that are there and it's it's pretty interesting last night we had josh jtac and a lot of the red pill family discussing a lot of different theories and things and the red pill community and blah 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 it's it's awesome. So join the social red pill, socialredpill.com. We appreciate it. And you guys are awesome. Karen loves me. Thank you, Karen. Love you too. Back at you. Everybody loves Vince. That's so meaningful. Not everybody. Somebody stopped. I told Josh last oh. night, I was like, I lost you a viewer. I'm sorry. Apparently oh, no. I'm not allowed to share. I said, uh, I mentioned a New York Times article the other night on the Daily Dose, and somebody said, Don't! T Ugh! This is the last time I'm listening. New York Times, really? And 
we look at news from all sides of things. And yes, some of the articles we pull up are going to be fake news. This, I don't think, was necessarily fake news. And I saw this comment yesterday, and then I'm looking at, at Truth Social, at Donald Trump's Truth Social posts. He shared two or three New York Times articles. So I almost wanted to be like, hello, look at Donald Trump sharing these. Are these all fake news? Actually, no. They're starting to report a little bit of the truth. Pay attention to everything, even, you know, and use your discernment. That's what we're trying to do here anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. And you're starting to see more and more people are waking up to this. And uh, Tom told me this morning that he goes, oh, my gosh, he goes, I was listening to the radio on the way to work. And they're starting to talk about psychological warfare Mm. on the radio, you know. And um, so I'm assuming that what he was listening to is Montana Talks. Mm -hmm. And while it's a conservative radio show, Mm -hmm. the guy is very much not red-pilled at all. Wow. It's good. They can't censor everybody. No. And so I'm glad to know that they're finally waking up to this stuff, you know, that they're finally seeing it. And I don't know that it was Montana Talks he was listening to. That's my assumption because it's usually what he does. Yeah. I was at the community club in town uh, a couple nights ago. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's the guy, there's this dude there I have never met. And we're all just kind of chatting some of the community members. And talking politics and bullshit and whatever. And one guy goes, we're talking about different topics we talk about or something along those lines. And he's like, what about the black Pope? And then him and this other dude go off and they're like talking conspiracy. I was like, cool. Yeah. Those are my people. (laughs) It's like people, (laughs) people know. And they're like, people don't know about the black Pope. And they go and talk about it. And I was like, ah, cool, cool. It's like, communities are talking it but there's also this headbutting where it's like um you know so people shit on each other when they have dissenting views and yeah. but they could still like sit down and have breakfast together at the end of the day or at the beginning yeah. of the day but at the same time they just bicker and shit on each other but it's interesting it's okay to have thoughts different- yeah the sharing of the information is there it's trying to yeah exactly some people can't be red pilled though and and some people just absolutely refuse to even have those conversations and if you say anything that goes against what their own viewpoint is they will just attack you or if they figure out that Um, you voted for trump they're like ah fuck you everything you think is crazy yeah and it's ridiculous it's like when did we stop being able to have conversations? When did we stop being able to have disagreements? And when did we stop being able to discuss different things and debate? You know, I, I don't know when that all just went away. It used to be normal. It used to be normal when I was a kid to be like, oh, yeah, you know, neighbor Jim is a conservative and neighbor Bill is uh, not. And, yeah, they they have conversations and they don't really kill each other. Nowadays, it's like, don't, it's like you don't interact with dissenting well, no. views. It's like, like, but it's like you know, I saw a meme this morning that was very, <laughs> it's funny, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of sad at the same time. It says, um, it says at Thanksgiving time, make sure to bring up politics. 
follow me for more <laughs> for more ways to save money at Christmas time, you know? <laughs> and and it's true. Yeah. It's like families can't get together. Families stop being families. Families can't even get together anymore and and talk about things Politics, that are important to religion. them. We used to sit around the damn kitchen table like normal you know, most nights sit at the, around the kitchen table and talk this, talk politics, talk about education, talk about math, talk about sports, talk about life. Have yeah. a friend over. You talk know, about my things. mom People and I don't do that anymore. Hardly, hardly. Right. My mom and I disagree about religion, mm-hmm. and I know exactly where she stands with her beliefs, and I know where, mostly where I stand with mine. And we should be able to have those, and for the most part, we do. Um, but it's a hard she, thing to talk about, even though she doesn't necessarily agree with my viewpoints on a lot of things, and I may not necessarily agree with hers. We respect each other's right to have them, and we're like, okay, well, that's fine. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, look, I'm not trying to change your mind, I'm not trying to change your opinion, I'm just explaining to you how I feel or what I believe or why I believe it, yeah. you know? And there's been things she's like, well, yeah, I never really thought about it like that. And that's just it is that sometimes you get a different viewpoint, but if you're unwilling to listen, yeah, it's crazy. And you're going to attack somebody. I would never dream of attacking my mother for her beliefs or mm-hmm. how she feels about anything. I can't, but there are people out there that do all the time that are willing to attack their mothers or their children or their grandparents it's sad. You know, respect your I, elders, damn it. Yeah. Even if they're wrong, still respect is... <laughs> well, important. and wrong is a relative term, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe they're not wrong. So wrong according to who? I mean, obviously, there are some things that are fairly black and white, but for the most part, most of the stuff that we deal with and we talk about are based on perception mm-hmm. and lifestyle. You know, where you're at in life is, gonna de- is going to dictate what your perception of life is yeah how brainwashed are you <laughs> right there's a lot of factors i'm just making a silly joke yeah exactly but holy crap there's too much news not enough time in the day andrea i know it's crazy most of the stuff that we have is all stuff that you know we already I don't know, on some level, it's gone over. It's nothing super new. Yeah, I guess the big breaking thing today is the oil and the economy that we'll keep watching um, and the things unfolding. But this month, getting into the next month and the end of this year is going to be pretty crazy. Make sure you guys prepare for the worst and hope for the best. We're seeing shortages already in other parts of the world. Uh, We heard about butter shortages and things for the holidays. So if you can... Prepare for your holiday meals now. I would do so. Yep. Get if you have a deep freezer, or you, you know, clear out some, clear out the freezer in the in the garage fridge or something. Get your get your stuff ready and 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 planned out so you could have a normal holiday. Um, that would be ideal. Thank you all so much, Andrea. Do you want to say any last final thoughts for the wonderful Red Pill family? Before you know, part. I just I, I did see this one article that you posted in here. Um, yeah, the USDA is now asking people to register their vegetable gardens. Oh yeah, it's a good database. one. How do you like that? Um, We're talking about. I have one thing to say to the USDA. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. I'm not doing it. No, and they do this with fishing. 
if I want to go fishing, I got to get a fishing license. And then they want me to send a card tracking everything I caught. Exactly. I don't care if I have to grow my whole garden in freaking pots in my basement. What if they're like, Andrea, if you want to grow crops, if you want to grow anything, you need to get a crop license and it's, it's 50 bucks and you need to fill out this card on everything you harvest and mail it to us or we're going to fine you. That's what they want to do. They're gonna, they want to do this control, crazy control over everything. And they want data and they want to know who has food and who doesn't. And it's mm-hmm. sick. It's creepy. That yeah. story is creepy. Oh. Yeah, it is super creepy. I just happened to see it. I was just kind of going through to see if there's anything really important in here. That's that, pretty damn And I saw this and I was like, oh, shit. Fuck off. That's I was like, fuck off. That's what fuck I have off. to say. USDA. Monkey it, in the here. USDA. <laughs> right? So, just a thought for everybody. <clears throat> Has anybody ever wondered? You, we have the FDA, right? What does that stand for? Food and Drug Administration, yes? Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever wondered why the same organization that handles our food also handles our drugs? Because they're... Probably because the food that you eat is designed to make you sick so that the pharmaceutical companies and the drug oh. companies can create medicine to make you better they work in tandem together they have for a long time i've been telling people this for years and they're like you're crazy stupid conspiracy theorist i'm like the food and drug administration should be broken apart they feed you chemicals so they could feed you chemicals they're like how many chemicals can we feed them before it becomes obvious we're feeding them chemicals to feed them more chemicals to fix the chemicals exactly um, and they're like, the United States is the most obese country in the world. Well, yeah. No shit. Maybe we should get rid of the FDA. It's I mean, obviously, it, a, a lot of it is our own choices that we make, right? I'm not going to, uh, uh, I'm not going uh, to no. push blame. Not quite. I bet. You're right. I bet we would be just like chiseled gods if we had proper food. <laughs> I've heard stories of people that have more organic lifestyles in other countries that move to the U.S. and then eating the same diets, same portions, same food, and becoming blimps. Because our food is shit. That's what it is. It's the ingredients. Well, it's all genetically modified. Everything is genetically You can't. I, I challenge people. Go to the store and pick up a box and look at the list of ingredients and see if you can find one that doesn't say... Genetically modified food products on it anywhere includes genetically modified food products because almost everything does. Creepy, huh? Everything. It is. And all the fruits and vegetables that you buy in the grocery store, those are all GMO. None of them have, they're bred to not have any nutrition in them anymore. And, you know, so when you're, if you're going to, if you're going to grow a garden, this is my one piece of advice to everybody. Make sure that you are buying heirloom GMO-free seeds or non-GMO seeds. Heirloom, it's important that they're heirloom. Yeah. Because that means that it's the original, it came from the original food source. Natural. And it's not been genetically modified in any way, shape, or form because our food was designed, our fruits and vegetables were designed to have seeds. So that we can regrow them. Naturally. So, also, you guys, I know no one's planting this week, right? But you could get seeds this week and store them in a cool, dry place for multiple years, depending on the seed. You could store them for years at a time. So it wouldn't hurt to have some seeds in a tackle box in some envelopes or something. And for next they year. They also because... have um, seed, seed share places, too. Oh, yeah. Or you can join different groups 
that that will share heirloom seeds and so some you have like a broccoli and somebody's got a watermelon you're like hey i've got broccoli you've got watermelon let's swap yeah I'll trade you <laughs> and and so they'll do they do that they'll they'll you know and so that's another good way of getting seeds but just make sure you've got something yes um and most of these groups are but you do want to make sure they're heirloom the you know but it'll say on there you know anytime i go to the store and i look for seeds or i buy seeds they say heirloom non-gmo on them i won't buy anything and nat nat (laughs) henry on pilled said last year's seeds went up big time between fall and spring so get them during the off season and save a buck or two and prepare yourself for next year. Start a garden. It's so fun. And if you do share your garden, share your pictures on the social red pill. I love to see it. And people love to see it yeah. and ask questions and see what other people are doing. And come on, it's a good time. Join and if you're in Southern California, you should be pretty much able to plant anything like your growing season should last all year. Yeah. Um, cooler, yeah. maybe cooler crops. If it cools down there, um, lettuces, cabbages, things like that. Now is a great time to plant carrots, onions, garlic. Those are all fall planting ideas. A lot of people do fall gardens. Um, we're actually getting ready to do that here pretty soon. Um, we'll be planting garlic and different things. I love garlic. And I should carrots, plant a probably. few things. I'm, I have, I don't have a garden right now cause I'm just in the process of building a house and stuff and it's just blah, crazy. Yeah. But, uh, I should plant a few things. You should just a few. I mean, go to the store, buy a couple of cloves of garlic. Yeah, it's an easy. And one. yeah, stick in the ground. Onions, carrots, carrots well, are I one can't. of those things. The, the thing that's challenging around here is anything I grow, the damn deer just absolutely ravaged through. So, I'm helping a friend of mine build a greenhouse, and they have a substantial garden, um, mm-hmm. but they had a fence completely around it. Yeah, yeah, we have to, our garden is behind a fence. And then the greenhouse will be enclosed, but I can't just plant uh, something. No way, it'll get eaten right away. You know what a good thing else is, too, if you can't afford a fence, because fences are expensive? Pee along the property line? Well, yes, that that too. Um, But motion-activated sprinkler. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little harder for me to do that, because I'm a girl. (laughs) That would cause some questions in my neighborhood. They'd be like... That chick has got some problems. <laughs> they, are, they have that um, funnel. They have the funnel thing for girls. The go girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would still cause some problems or okay. some. But yeah, questions. I, my uh, one of the people I know around here has the sprinklers that are motion activated for the deer. It yep. works most of the time. Yeah, most. And it's genius. They don't it's like it. Good. It's a pretty good idea. Yeah. But then you have yeah. that water bill. Sure. Yeah. Unless you have a well. I don't have a well, but you people that live on the water here, cause there's canals, they mm-hmm. pull water. I think it's illegal. It's legal to pull the water out of the canal for something like that. If I had a, canal. you might have to have a permit for it. Maybe. It's like an irrigation permit. Hmm. So you might want to look into that before you still start stealing water. Isn't that stupid? Stealing water. It's dumb. Get a permit for this. Get a permit for that. You gotta have a permit to get water. You gotta have a permit to grow your own garden. Don't collect. Screw that, you. Don't collect that free water from God. Right. Don't collect rainwater. I guess what I collect rainwater in Montana. It's legal to collect rainwater, so I can do it if I want to. But yeah, we do. We have freedom. Imagine yeah. that. And we use it for our garden because yeah. why not? Yeah. I mean, I don't care if dirt gets in it. It's gonna get dirt on it anyway. Exactly. It's going in the dirt. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. That article is important. Yeah, so I know it caused us to go a little bit over, but I think it's important enough. It's okay. Don't it's... register your garden with the USDA. Don't set that precedent. Heck no. Anyway, yeah. you guys, thank you for joining us once again. Join the social yes. red pill. Donate at redpills.tv slash go. Or just tune in and keep on saying hello here, and that is enough. We appreciate all of you. We'll see you tonight on The Daily Dose with Joshua Reed at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I think we have some Q Deltas today and whatnot, so check those out, and we'll keep our eye on all these things that are happening. You can tag Andrea and I on Twitter. Andrea's at acreft1. I am at my name. And also, we're on Truth Social, so hit us up there, and we could all connect. But I am I'm on Truth Social, but I don't have access to it because oh. Google. I have an Android. I've been and sending you funny shit. Truth. You could get it now. You could download it today. Truth Social, Android, whatever. I got no. What? No, Google took it off. I just looked yesterday. No, no. I was on the waiting list, and I was like, "What no. the heck?" Now Samsung, Samsung, Samsung. Phone. Yeah, that's what it I was. I don't have a Samsung. Damn it. I, I sent know. you some funny so, shit. I'm going to have to get it off there and send it another way. Yeah, I know. Because I can't. I could get on it on the computer, but. Um, Who wants to do that? I, yeah, I don't want to send it. I do it. But... Yeah. But anyway, I can't get it. I was on the waiting list for Androids, and I went to check on it yesterday. And then I saw an article that oh. said that Google discontinued it. I was like, oh, well, whoops. Screw Interesting. you, Google. Yeah, I. Um, they removed it. We got. I think we're gonna have some breaking news today. We, we see things constantly, and I'm just looking on Twitter, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" So, we'll have another full blown episode <laughs> of the <laughs> Daily Dose tonight. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode of Morning Coffee. Uh, this weekend's gonna be a doozy. It's already Wednesday. It's Hump Day, so we're gonna get through this tomorrow, and then we're in Friday. Friday's gonna be fun. We're going to have Friday funnies on this show. We're going to have uh, conversations on the fringe with Joshua Reed Friday night. Saturday, we're going to have makes you think with Jim, Bob and myself. I love the weekends and we're just getting over that hump. I can't wait. And Andrea, thanks again for joining me. Always a wonderful conversation. I'm going to have to maybe call you later and talk about fishing more because we could have talked about fishing this whole time. And that's what we, we talked about it for a good 20 minutes before the show. We didn't <laughs> yeah, want to stop. <laughs> and then we're like, whoops, so. we're all live. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have so. to get connected on that, on that. And thank you. Anyway, thank you all so much. We'll see you again tomorrow morning. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Bye guys.